Good afternoon. In our last session, we took a look at the explanation of the Eben Ezra on the last of the Ten Commandments, the prohibition against desiring, coveting of the person's possessions and his wife. And Eben Ezra brought the question, how can the Torah demand of us not to have a desire for something that is beautiful, something that is beneficial? Torah is not expecting a person not to want things that are good for him in life. So how does the fact that it is currently owned by, by a fellow man enable me to not have a desire? Desire could be for such a time that uh, it will change ownership. I'm hoping that I'll become the owner. I will gain his house. I will gain his car, yacht, whatever it might be. And he responds that we could see in human experience there are causes that could prevent what would otherwise be powerful emotion, powerful desire from developing. Cases where it's uh, completely inaccessible. A commoner does not desire the crown princess. A person has uh, no desire to marry his own mother, even if conditions would be uh, presented. There are factors that prevent what otherwise would be something very attractive from causing desire. Then he states what is seemingly the essence of the answer. He says, so too, every understanding person must know, recognize, that any material acquisition, beautiful wife, financial success, certainly something that is currently belonging to my friend, a person will not acquire because of his ingenuity, because of his intellect, because of his planning. He will only acquire, only be able to take possession of that which Hashem has apportioned to him, that which the Almighty has decided should come to his possession. Something that is not meant for him, he will not be able to get with the most ingenious, cunning methods. And he concludes, therefore, a person will be able to be happy in his own portion in life, and he'll know that the Almighty is providing him with whatever is good for him. Those are the essential words of the Eben Ezra. And he posed the question, how is this answering the question that many people had. What is the fact that a person cannot get what Hashem has not decreed for him, cannot gain through his ingenuity? What does that have to do with not desiring? After all, I'm still hopeful. It may very well be that the Almighty does want me to have it. Maybe I am supposed to get it. Maybe it is destined for me. And uh, there are means at my disposal to put in some effort to bring it about. So the, the, that basic fundamental recognition that is not in my power doesn't seem so uh, clear how it's absolving and removing 
that drive and that desire for acquisition. But I think if we think into it a little bit, we can recognize that really it does contain everything that is necessary to accomplish this great precept of the Torah. Let's try to think ourselves of a situation where something is valuable, beneficial, attractive, but yet I know that there is nothing that I can do to bring it about. There's a possibility, there's room for hope, it could be a wish. Will there be a desire? Will there be the kind of a desire that the Torah is proscribing? It seems quite logical to conclude that there will not be. Because there to be any kind of a real and intense desire, there has to be some place for it to be channeled. It has to have an outlet. It has to have some action that can fuel for that desire to develop and be maintained. What might be, be a wish, a hope. But that is not what the Torah is directing us against. The Torah is forbidding a person to have the kind of a burning desire that even eventually leads to taking action and undesirable action. That kind of a desire is only possible when I believe that there's something that I can do about it. But if I recognize that there is nothing that I have in my power to use to bring about this result, it is not in my power to bring about the result. It may be Hashem's plan. The Almighty may want me to get this someday. But if he does, it will not be me that is bringing it about. Certainly if he doesn't want, I will not be able to accomplish it. But even if, if and when he does, it is not coming from my effort. It is not coming as a result of my ingenuity. It is not coming through my power that this result is achieved. It means I am not the player. I am not bringing it about. I am not the one that makes it happen. Of course, there's the concept, I have to make a proper effort. Something's not going to just fall into my lap, in most cases. But to make a, a proper effort, to make an offer, to enter into a, some kind of a discussion, that's the, the Torah is not forbidding. The Torah is only forbidding a kind of a mindset of, I want the car. I need the car. I'm going to get the car. And that's only possible when I think or somehow lapse into a mindset sometimes unbeknownst to myself that I can get it. I can make it happen. It will be me that gets it for myself. But once I realize I'm not getting it for myself, it's Hashem that brings it about. The Almighty sends it to me. I have to go about it in a proper fashion. I have to do what I'm supposed to do. But I am not in control. Once I recognize I am not the one who is making it 
come about, I am not in control, then the desire just is calmed, is dissipates. There can be a hope, there can be a wish, but on those conditions, there can be a trust. I can be confident, Hashem is sending to me whatever I need, whatever is good for me. If I'm supposed to make effort in a certain direction, I'll make it, but I'll be able to do it in a calm and relaxed fashion. It will not be, I have to have it. That's only possible when I think that I am getting it for myself. Now it may very well be that this is a, um, a lot to ask of ourselves to live with this mindset. There are many situations in life where we sort of forget and get carried away and maybe put in more effort than we might need to in uh, our pursuit of our livelihood and things like that. But at the very least we can hope, we can believe that when we're faced with a particular challenge, we'll be able to call upon this basic fundamental faith, this fundamental recognition that is not truly in my power to get that which looks otherwise to be beneficial, worthwhile, attractive. And it reminds me of something that I heard from my great and revered teacher, the Rashiva Rashiva Chavetz Chaim. He shared with us on an occasion that's when he starts to feel some little feeling of jealousy welling within his heart. He asks himself, he says, I say to myself, I ask myself, can anybody give me something that I'm not supposed to get? And I don't want to be a non-believer, so I have to answer, no. Can anybody take away from me anything that I'm supposed to have? I don't want to be a non-believer. I have to answer, no. And it helps me. <laughs> Just that reviewing of the basic fundamental principles, it helps to calm the feelings. I think this is what Ebenezer is telling us. Call Moscow, every understanding person has to know, I will not get it because of my wisdom, because of my ingenuity. I will get what Hashem is sending me. And I'm just going through my proper, my proper approach of doing the effort that I'm supposed to make. I cannot rely on the miracles, but I am not the one who's bringing it about. I am not the one who is gaining for myself, that I can be relaxed and happy and trusting and receive all the good that I'm supposed to receive. Thank you very much.